SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back, everybody, here on to the early line. I am Dane Martinez. I got my main man, Kevin Walls, burning the candle at both ends, trying to help you out. And, Kevin, as we get to hour number two here on Sports Grid on the early line, we've got baseball to discuss. And, Kev, we talked about the expanded playoff field, how some teams are going to get in that didn't. But another, I think, huge, and we have to talk about this in a big picture level, right? I think the huge difference, why this is so unique, we don't have wild card games that are one game take all, but we have best of three series this week, okay? Uh, For the next four days, we have eight series that are best of three. We've talked about variants before in general in baseball, and now we are here, Kev. Uh, Before we dig in, like, do you think we're going to see variants, Reigns Supreme? Like, in the NBA, right, we had the one, two, three, four seeds, I believe, in the Eastern Conference get through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to have chalk happen, or is the nature of the three-game set, the nature of, as we've talked about all season long, these playoff teams all having legit starting pitchers at the top of their rotation, is that going to matter? Like, are you going chalk, or are you going to get, you know, a little sexy with us this hour and pick <laughs> a couple of dogs? You know, it's, it's an interesting spot where – I don't know if this is going to be if, where we look at the other side and we're we'll like, can you believe that there's only, you know, two favorites that advanced in this whole thing? Right. It's because they are still home. Uh, there's still home field advantage for this set. Here's, I think, one of the yeah. bigger questions. Will any team come back from a one? From down 1-0. Will any team be able to rattle off two in a row? doesn't sound like a big task. But, you know, you think the wild card game has a lot of people breathing heavy. I, I mean, you're now facing it two games in a row. Though, to be fair, you win the second game. Now everybody's breathing yeah, heavy yeah. in game number three. It's hard to be, you know, these are all pretty good teams that got into the postseason, most of them, to where it's going to be hard to beat one of these teams that feels like twice in a row facing elimination, although there are spots where you know, after a series being 1-0, like who's, you know, people might just think, ah, this other team doesn't have it. They're gonna... So, like, that's the thing here. Like, could you imagine a world if I told you every NBA series started at game five? What do you mean it's right. game five? Like, it just feels like, well, there's a lot on the line here now. And that's why this is just such um, an exciting setup for Major League Baseball. And... yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be situation-dependent. I don't want to pick all favorites, but if that's the way the cookie crumbles, that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, well, let's find out. There's only one way to find out, right, Kev? So let's figure this out. Let's start in the American League, okay? Because the American League does, in fact, get started today. Four series and four games. And we were talking about it off air. It's kind of fun, right? It's almost like a a Thursday or Friday of March Madness. Or like when Mm. games in the bubble started in the NBA. Afternoon action we'll be able to see all this week. And unlike the kind of, you know, runway games in the NBA, these have stakes on them. Like you said, everyone is going to be breathing a little bit heavier. I want to start, Kev, in the 2-7 series, Kevin. The 2-7 series, 
is even money is minus 108 on both sides talk to me about this one how is that possible kevin is this the a's being under respected as i believe they are you know time in time out they are the number two seed they are the al west division champions yet they stand at minus 108 against the white Sox team that to be quite honest limped down to the finish line or i mean why do you think this is kind of so tight the only reason i can come up with is they're giving them an edge in game one lucas giolito today is minus 120 against jesus lizardo so when i saw this series i said wow this makes no sense a home two seed that's that just doesn't feel right then, you know, this is the kind of the nature of us being a little bit disconnected from Major League Baseball, at least for me, okay? You then start to dive into it. Well, the A's MVP, Matt Chapman, not available. Lazardo, a great young talent, but the numbers are not there that say he's on Giolito's level as we welcome in our radio audience, especially those out there on the West Coast. Mightier 1090. This is the early line. So I look at the Oakland A's from that perspective, and they are dogs in game number one. And we go to game two and the projected starters quietly, maybe not quietly, depends who you are. Dallas Keuchel, fantastic season, and under two ERA. Now Bassett's supposed to get the ball for the A's in game number Mm -hmm. two. But, I mean, we spent all year talking about Manaya and Montas, and I don't even know if we yeah. see either one of those guys in this series. Yeah. So it's actually, as I start to look through it, I get why Chicago is the favorite in this game. Now, I might not feel great about laying it with a White Sox team that you mentioned wasn't playing great baseball coming into the series. I think that that's totally fair. And, you know, the A's were playing fine. Like, I feel like a lot of these teams weren't playing great baseball down the stretch. I feel like the Rays won a couple of games. But outside of that, a lot of teams just kind of get me to the dance. But as you kind of go through it, Dane, the the pitching edge that everybody covets, seems like it is there for the White Sox. All right. Uh, I hear you. It seems like you're leaning with that starting pitching. And you're right. The way it's been lined up with Giolito and listen, Keiko has been good. I understand that. It still feels to me like this is the spot where Oakland proves that to everyone. Like, don't forget about us. I wonder about the young kids. I also want to ask you about totals because they're all coming down now that we're in the playoffs, similar to totals going down as we get through in the NBA, right? Yeah. We also have seven other series to discuss. We will do that on the other side it sounds like i'm penciling you in though to lean white socks on this one we'll talk about the other series when we come back right here on the early line sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I am back, and it is the early line where we truly put the fun in functional sports content. Dave Martinez and Kevin Walsh laughing because we put the fun in functional sports content. Kev, let me ask you, though. 
Who are you taking in that series? Oakland or Chicago? It's because I gotta I gotta write it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look at this series, and it's hard not to lean Chicago in this first game because I do. I also think they have the better lineup. I'll say this: if we get a third game, I like Oakland in the third game. Ah. So that's where. It's kind of like I need Chicago to win the first two. You know, my, oh boy, my lean is towards Chicago, but admittedly, I, I don't know if I'm playing a side in this one. I sure. will, though, because you talked about it, Dane. I think I might still play this game to go over because Giolito mm. is, is good, but Giolito is not Derek Cole, Shane Bieber. Lazardo can be great. But he's not been during the year. He's got an ERA that's almost touching five. I get it. We get to the playoffs. The numbers are seven and a half. It's inning four. The score is one nothing. I feel like a fool. I get it. I know how this story goes. You know me though, Dane. I I just I play I the flag, brother man. It's it's the it's it's the baseball playoffs. These games are all end three two, and I'm going to be betting a bunch of overs, and it's going to be a tough scene. But this is one of the overs that I do happen to like. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a a trend or a thread that we need to look at all playoffs long, right? And we've seen this in the NBA. You've been on it. We've been talking about it. Now, the teams with good pitchers are still left, right? We're not mm-hmm. going to get – I don't think we're going to get, you know, 14 to 11 unless the game is in Toronto, which they're not because, you know, they're the lower seed. So I, I do think we're going to see in general – Right. A condensing of the offense led by good pitchers. We may even see some bunts, for goodness sakes, right in the seventh inning of Hmm. the game. But that is something to watch. You mentioned that the starters in Giolito and Lazardo are good but not great. That is not the case tonight in Cleveland, where Garrett Cole will be facing off against Shane Bieber. And you mentioned it. They're so great that six and a half is the total in this one. They're so great that it's minus 108 on both sides for game one. For the overall series, the Yankees, who are technically the five seed, um, are the favorites at minus 116. Mm-hmm. I've got Cleveland at pretty much even money. And we talked about this off air. Listen. The reason the Yankees brought in Garrett Cole was so that the Yankees had an edge in games one of a series and ultimately maybe games four and seven, right? We've been wanting, you know, uh, Severino when he was there or Tanaka to be pushed back and to be games two or three, right? We needed the ace. Well, now the ace toes the slab. And on the other side, there is the presumptive AL Cy Young Award winner in Shane Bieber. I don't give a damn, Kev. Garrett Cole is being paid to win tonight. Do you think he will? Oh, I sure do. Oh, I sure do. You know, look, sometimes just everything you want matches up. You know the two teams that I've just happened. It just just happens. It goes this way. For whatever reason, I am annoyed that all anyone cares about is pitching when we get to the playoffs. And there are two teams that apparently have all the pitching in the world, and it's Cleveland and it's Cincinnati. Apparently the only teams with good pitchers. The two teams you can't play. Three games set, what are you going to do? Shane Bieber. Cy Young, triple crown, right? When it comes to pitching stats, might win MVP too. Might just win MVP. Led, led all the players in war in the American League. And what waits on the other side? Oh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, who last year during the playoffs was fantastic. And it started to look better with each and every start. Yeah, I'm going to take Garrett Cole. With, a, with an offense, by the way, that is 
significantly better. Significantly. Because the thing with Cleveland is, right, with their all-star pitching staff that has never lost a game in the history of baseball, is if you look at the run scored, the New York Yankees mm. in the American League, 315. It's the most run scored. Cleveland? You know how many teams scored less runs than Cleveland? One. Texas mm. Rangers. Tigers scored more. Mariners scored more. Baltimore Orioles lapped them. Team offensively? Haven't brought it. Been great pitching. Great. Only give up 209 runs on the year. Got to give them that credit. This Yankees team, as we've said, Dane, when they're healthy, it's a tough out. Luke Voigt, MVP-esque yeah. year. DJ LeMahieu, my vote for MVP if I had a vote. So, oh, and, and by the way, Judge is back. Giancarlo Stanton goes yard tonight. Sure. Let's just get aggressive, Dane. Let's just get aggressive. Let's watch the Yankees win 7-1, and let's be excited about it. All right, fair enough. Let me ask you this, because you talk about how the Indians maybe are, you know, hapless offensively, right? Um, and Garrett Cole's on the other side, but you're respecting the Indians pitching. Why don't you take this under six and a half? Because it's six and a half. It's outrageous. All right. It's outrageous. All right. It's six and a half. Fair enough. Can I pencil you in also? It sounds like you're leaning Yankees in the series. Is that correct? Yeah, sure. All right, awesome. One note on this one. You talk about Garrett Cole, who has been a lot better recently. Also remember last year, where in the first half of the season, he was okay and then became dominant in the second half. We we don't have entire halves in this season. He has been better. And let me ask you something. We have seen Gary Sanchez will not be in the starting lineup for the New York Yankees today. It's going to be Higgy, who has turned into kind of Cole's personal catcher. I kind of like the move. I mean, Sanchez finished the year under 200 as a batting average anyway. We know he's sort of a defensive liability. And for now, what's most important, right, Kev, is to just make Garrett Cole as comfortable as possible so he can optimally perform, right? So I'm all about the personal catcher for the Yanks. Yeah, no, I'm cool with it as well. I mean, obviously, Garrett Cole's earned that. I mean, if Garrett Cole called up, Cashman was like, hey, listen, I need Dane Martinez behind the dish. I'm putting Dane Martinez Let's behind do the it. dish. And Let's like, do it. Get a, like, that's what it is. Like, that's what it's going to be. But Higgy's also been swinging the bat well. And, you know, Gary, it's, it's been hit or miss. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm cool with it. All right. Fair enough. Let me ask you about this series, okay? The number one seed is the Tampa Bay Rays. They are laying the heaviest price from a series standpoint against the Toronto Blue Jays at minus 225. The uh, the Jays come back at plus 186. You know, these are all going to be in Tampa, right? So we're not going to see Buffalo. That's where we might have seen some overs for sure. Um, These teams are even division rivals. They played each other a ton this offseason. Um. Can you make the case for the Jays? Because here's the other thing for me, Kev. All right. There's four games today. All right. Tell me mm-hmm. which one of these things is not like the others. You ready? Shane Bieber, Garrett Cole, uh, Lucas Giolito, Kenta Maeda, Zach Greinke, Jesus Lizardo, Matt, Mike Shoemaker. Uh, to me, Shoemaker stands out like a sore thumb. Make the case for the Toronto Blue Jays if you can, brother man. Matt Shoemaker, my friend and yours, is starting this game to the surprise of many because people <laughs> would have expected this to be Ryu. But I got to respect Ryu, yeah. the move from the Blue Jays manager who set himself up to have his ace in game two, which is the pivotal game. Either we need a we'll win. We'll talk about if they go down one yeah. 
Yeah. I love that move. Here's the thing about Shoemaker. Six starts, Dane. 50% of them against the Blue Jays. Look pretty hmm. good in a lot of them. Or, excuse me, against, against the, Rays. the Rays. Against, against the, Rays. the Rays, okay. And he's looked, he looked huh. pretty good in them. And, again, I don't think this was a move that was made randomly. I think there's trust okay. there in Shoemaker against this team. And here's the thing. There's eight series. There's only one where there's familiarity. Literally. Right. There's only one. Nobody else has played anybody else the entire year in any no of these other, other series. Right. So I take a look at this Blue Jays team. I think they're an exciting bunch. I think they might be live. I think they might live be in the live series or live today noise. at plus 168 yes. with Shoemaker with that kind Both. of familiarity experience piece. Both. Both. All right. Uh, are you going to take the Toronto Blue Jays at uh, the biggest number in the American League? Plus 186 for the series, Kev. Can I tempt you to take a plus number? So far, you've got Chicago and the Yankees, which are both technically minus numbers. Can I tempt you to mm-hmm. take a plus number in the American League? And will it be the Toronto Blue Jays? If, if I had to play this series, I'd rather take the plus money with Toronto. Division rivals, three games set. Toronto gets the first. Tampa starts. Yeah, the division heavy. aspect is interesting. I'm I'm good with the Blue Jays because I think this All is right. a bigger game for the Rays because the Snell Shoemaker right. advantage is much bigger in this game than you. They would need to get it done today. Forward. Right. If they don't, right, then all of a sudden they're staring at the Blue Jays' A's down one nothing. Big game for the Rays. The pressure's on. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back in, everybody, right here to the early line, giving you the edge on SportsGrid. Dane Martinez and Kevin Walsh. We welcome back our radio audience from around the country as well, out there on the mightier 1090, getting it done on the West Coast. Thanks for uh, waking up early with us here on the early line. Kev, we've got three series so far. We agree on the Yankees. What do you know? But it seems like we may be opposite on the other ones. I might lean Oakland. You might lean White Sox. And it looks like you're okay maybe taking a stab with Toronto. I think this one seed of Tampa Bay is going to get through. I like and respect you thinking about the plus money for value. I got to tell you something, Kev. This last American League series will be my stand at plus money in a series. The Minnesota Twins are taking on the Houston Astros for the series. The Minnesota Twins are minus 178. The Houston Astros are plus 150. For today, in game one, the Minnesota Twins sent Kenta Maeda to the hill. They are minus 164. The Houston Astros send Zach Greinke. They are plus 142. The total is seven and a half. Kev, it pains me to say this Mm. because of garbage cans and buzzers and things of the like. But I think the Astros are a better team. And I think that will shine through. We know about Minnesota once they get to this level, how they defecate the mattress. I think they haven't won. I think they have some odd like 16 game straight losing streak in the playoffs. And I don't know that they break through against the tried and true kind of experienced team. I know there's a lot of narratives and platitudes in there, but I'm going to take at plus 150. I think I'm going to take Houston in this series because I don't think Minnesota gets over the hump. I continue, Kev, to think Minnesota is built as a regular season team so i get it 
Here's the thing with game number one, and then I'll give you something for the series as a whole. Game number one, you yep. see Granky, you see Kenta Maeda. Most people will say, I got the better pitcher in Granky. Not on the season. Not on the season. Kenta Maeda has been real good. Zach Granky yep. has a four ERA. And over his last seven starts, has not gone more than six innings and has given up three runs in at least all of them. And has now lost four starts to end the year. Or, been on, or his team has lost in the four games that he started. So I understand the price that sits there for Maeda and the Twins. Here's the reason yeah. why I can't back the Astros. Minnesota Twins at home this year are 24-7. and seven. The Astros mm-hmm. on the road this year are 9-23. and 23. I can't get over that. This Astros team has been a mess all year long. Jose Altuve, I don't even know if he got up to a 250 batting average. The whole team was just a, you know, they got banged up to be fair. Verlander early. Jordan Alvarez barely took swings at the plate. Altuve missed time. I think Springer missed time as well. This is a team, though, that's having a, like, we talk about bad teams making the playoffs, right? A lot of people take shots at Miami. Milwaukee gets in by default. Astros are 29 and 31. 29 and 31, below 500. I'm going to roll with the Twins. I think this is their series. I think this is their time. Okay. Uh, And listen, I would like nothing better. Right. Then in the first playoff attempt and series and, 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 you know, experience without the banging garbage can, I would love it if the Houston Astros fell flat on their face to the Minnesota Twins. I would love it. I just can't get there. You know, I'm still just going to trust George Springer more than Miguel Sano. I'm going to trust Jose Altuve more than Eddie Rosario. I'm going to trust Zach Grinke more than Kenta Maeda. And that's just what it comes down to for me. I understand and don't disagree the fact that, listen, the Twins have one of the best offenses in baseball listen the Astros were below 500 I get all that I just can't get to the window on it so it does look like Kev it looks like as you play with that good old headset of yours it looks like we are opposite on three of the four American League series huh yes we are excuse me for playing with the headset but I think I just realized my audio is plugged into something different and I was testing it while you were talking um, that's alright you got the answer to the test and that's all we need to know yeah. so let me ask you this because I do want to switch over to the National League and we'll do that in yeah. our next segment you know we put the fun and functional sports content brother man that's why everybody wakes up early with us that's why our producers pushing the buttons behind the scene love waking up early with us it ain't no you know it ain't no shame don't worry about it let me ask you this Okay, because we're going to say something different here. The Yankees, ironically, we're both here in New York, and the Yankees are the only series we agree on, Kev. Okay, so there's three that we see opposite. So I would love your answer to this as I look at the American League pennant market in the Mm. futures. I mean – we think different teams will be standing there by the weekend. You know what I mean, Kev? You know, like you think the Yankees and three, and I think the Yankees and different three. So talk to me about the AL pennant here. I want you to answer this in two ways, Kev. Question A, who do you think will win the AL pennant? Question B, as I stare at this screen right now, who represents to you the best value in this market? And they are two different questions. They certainly are. No, I, I, all year I thought it was going to be the Yankees. If people don't want to put any weight in that because they believe that that's all bias, the Lakers are in the championship. They're not far behind them. Maybe I just know the teams that I back, okay? But at 340, I'm not sure I love that number 
because they are lined up and the favored outcome is them to play the team that sits above them in the Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees are not a big price right now on the series price. So you could play them to beat Cleveland. Then they'll be plus money probably, maybe, tough to say without any home field. If they play Tampa, they'd be plus money there. If I had to make an AL pennant bet, now it certainly has to be on a team that I at least thinks will get out of the wild card. It's not right. a ton of value, but I see the Twins at plus 500. And I know we just said, right, like is this team really going to win the playoff series? But yeah, they are yeah. the one that I trust the most in round one. Okay, And I know we see the series differently. They're the team that I That's trust right. the most in round one. And then I look at the potential round two matchups, whether it be Oakland or whether it be the White Sox, I still think – I don't think that those are teams – and maybe you would disagree with this, but I just think that the Twins basically avoiding the Yankees is like the best thing that's ever happened to them. And I still think that they might – I think based on what we've seen here – They'll be favored over Oakland or Chicago. And if I got Minnesota five would. one, yeah, I don't know if you disagree with that, but I think based on what we're seeing in the market, I think that's the case. Because even if you say you would like Oakland over Minnesota, clearly the, the odds makers don't, right? No, so if I, 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 if I have five to one and I then get to the ALCS, I don't have to be greedy now. I can, I can mm. certainly, I'm going to be in a position where if I want to, I can get off of that number and lock in profit. So let me ask you, because I like your approach, right? This idea of planting an early flag that may give you some viability and flexibility down the line, okay? Mm -hmm. But Kev, let me press you then, you know, because you took, you know, the Blue Jays, who are the highest number Mm -hmm. on the board, you think they're advancing. Um, The White Sox, you know, you think maybe get through. What about laying, you know, on both of those guys, you think you got two of the four at big numbers, and then you could play your hedge pivot game. Because I don't see Toronto winning next round, even if they got through. Part of it is a three-game set against the division. And part of that is the familiarity for you? Yes, yes. And I think the Chicago Wait a second. I don't. Go ahead. By your by your projections, from what I see, Toronto would be standing at another familiar division matchup in the next round yes. against the Yankees. No, right. But but now we're dealing with a seven game set. I see. That's why okay. too, where where the three game set comes in okay. comes into mind. And even with with Chicago, I, you know, sure I'll lean Chicago, but I don't say it with a ton of conviction. And by the way, though, there is a lack like. You might be getting a ton of value on Oakland, considering that they're five fifty to win the AL, and then the favored White Sox are seven fifty to win the AL. Like that doesn't make sense. But honestly, Dane, to be fair, I think that there's a good argument to be made that whomever you like in the Twins Astros series is the value in the AL pennant market. Because if you got the right. Strohs at thirteen to one, and you get into the next round, I mean, sure. I don't think either Oakland or Chicago would strike the the fear of God in you. And honestly, 13 to 1, you can shave off that number in both rounds. Yes. Yeah, I, I that's where I was going to go, Kev. I was going to go Houston the, as the Astros. And I think you make the great point. I was thinking about that as well. Okay, if they then get there, right, let's say they see Oakland or whatever in the next round, I might just take the other team on a series price, right? Or I could start to go game by game, similar to how I know our friend and colleague Jared Smith had the Dallas Stars in the NHL mm-hmm. and then was able to bet the Lightning game by game. 
right? And so I think the Astros in the AL are the team that at least give me a big enough number that I can start to do that if they do, in fact, get through the Minnesota Twins in round yeah. one. So I, for me, the value is the Strohs. But, you know, I'm with you. Let's just get nasty with it and have the Yankees, the healthy Yankees, go ahead and get on through, right? And so, But it's going to be very interesting. And I think you mentioned also the potential for these divisional matchups. That's such an interesting thing because they haven't mm-hmm. seen each other yet. They haven't seen each other, right? And so if at round two, what's possible, I believe, is to get um, – is to, no, Oakland. You could get Oakland-Houston in round two yeah. also, right? That would mm-hmm. be interesting. So if uh, the Yankees get through, they're seeing a familiar foe, right? And then with three teams from the AL Central in this, we could see divisional matchups down the road. The favored next round is Tampa, New York, Chicago, Minnesota. So the lack of familiarity that exists in round one is anticipated coming back around in round two. Yeah, no, that's very, very interesting. I will say this. Technically, right now, there is no favorite for that Oakland-Chicago series. As I stand here for the series price on FanDuel, we've got minus 108 on both sides, the number two seed and the number seven seed. But just so that we know, are there any bets on today's games that you like, though? Uh, Real quick, we can talk about this, or you could think about it right now, um, you know, for a game for today, because we got games at two, three, five, and seven here in the American League. When we come back, we'll see if Kevin likes anything on today matchups and then we turn our attention to the senior circuit the national league has a couple of series we'll see if we can find any dogs there and if we agree on those series we will do that when we come back right here on the early line sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Welcome back in, everybody, right here to the early line. Dane Martinez and the candle burner, Kevin Walsh. I am trying to push Kevin in the break to see if he would take any of these unders. We've been talking about how the best pitchers in the world are still left standing. And he's like, nah, 7-1 Yanks. The Blue Jays match. We're going over left and right. I can't get you to take an under in the playoffs? If I had to take an under. Had to. Oh, wow, Dane. How about this? As we were talking. We had line movement. Watch for the hook extreme. It is the down Astros to seven. It is down to seven. Line, down to seven. Yes. There was a lot of It juice. is down to seven. We and to be honest, the Twins, the-, the money line has changed slightly, I believe, as well. Uh, but, yeah, it's going down. Is that respect to my ADA and Granky? I guess so. I disagree. I think this Twins lineups can mash a bit, though. Uh, you know, the, on the I, I overs. Think, I, so, I, let me ask you, though, I, backing the Astros, right? I mean, you obviously would expect them to win this game. A part yes. of you has to think that they can get to Maeda more so than just Granky throwing a gem. I do think that's the platform, yeah. I do right. think that's the way. I think ball's flying out of target field, and this lineup that I can match, juice they on have that their seven. chance to prove. They have their chance to prove that the buzzers and that the, uh, you know, and that the garbage cans didn't matter. 
And I actually think they're going to take advantage of that opportunity. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. We do have NL uh, series to cap as well. So let's start looking at that, all right? Because in the National League, um, let's start with, let me see if you think it's the easy one. Uh, The Los Angeles Dodgers are minus 310, Kev. And you talk about the Brewers. They were in that kind of, you know, that, that group of a ton of teams that were like under 500. Remember, the Phillies were playing around with them. The Giants were there as well. Well, the Milwaukee Brewers are the team that do get in. Kudos to them. They qualify, but they're standing as plus 250 dogs against, you know, Kershaw, this mass unit that they have on offense, a guy you have thought for a while would be the NL MVP in Mookie Betts. The Dodgers are here at minus 310, Kev. I mean, I, I understand you saying maybe you can't bet that number, but is there any case to be made for the Brewers to actually advance? No, there's not. I really don't see one. Okay. Like the Dodgers run differential per game is like the best since the 1900s. Their winning percentage is like the best since the 1950s. But, I mean, what am I going to do with 310? Here's the thing, though. Maybe people Tell aren't me. ready for this. But more wagers, sometimes the FanDuel Sportsbook will not actually lead you to more wagers. But other times, it will. And correct score is available. This is exactly yeah. what I wanted. What, you're taking it to Plus plus 110? Because here's the thing. They're going to be about 250 to 300 on the money line anyway in this first game, right? So, plus 110, like, I have to assume they're going to win this game, this first game that they play on Wednesday. And if I really wanted to, I could just get off of it. Because the the Brewers are going to still then be well above $2 in game two. So, I think plus 110 on the Dodgers is an awesome bet. Even if you you like the, the, and I don't think, I don't know how many people really like the Brewers here. All you need is the Dodgers (laughs) to win the first game. And you're good to go. Right, because then you could obviously do something else off of it. Like you said, you'd be holding the plus money bet for the sweep, and the Brewers would be plus money um, yeah. you know, in game two. Right, so you make a good point there. I think, listen, for me, I would have to find some, you know, way to play it, like you said. Uh, but otherwise, I don't think I'm touching this series because I do think the Dodgers are head and shoulders better than Milwaukee, and I don't want to play in crazy minus numbers. I like the way you found plus one ten, and a sweep mm-hmm. is in fact viable. Let's talk about another series. I think this one is interesting, Kev. You know. A lot of people are getting on the fathers. A lot of people love the dads, right? They make the trade for Clevenger, although he is not healthy anymore. We know about Tatis. In my opinion, he is the NL MVP. They mash with Myers and Machado. And there's been other pitchers for the Padres, right, that have been good. Denilson Lament, Zach Davies, and others, right? You know, they still have Paddock. They have the three starters they would need for these three games. They are, however, the second biggest price in the National League as per the series. They are minus 200, and they face the St. Louis Cardinals, a team that I'm kind of rooting for, Kev, because of the hand they have been dealt. They get in. They get this matchup after their 58 games. They are plus 170. At least we know they're in good shape, right, because they've been playing doubleheaders plenty. Um, who do you like in this series? Where's there the value? You know I like San Diego, but I don't know if I want to lay minus two bills on it. Yeah, it's it's a lot to lay. Maybe you can get involved in the series price, but I feel it reminds me of I'm sorry, I love you, Super Kick. Like I, huh. I like St. Louis Good at plus seventy. 
here's the thing, okay? The Padres rotation might not be what we think. First of all, Paddock's thrown to a four ERA. But Davies and Lament have been a lot better than their billing. But Lament and Clever banged up. And we don't I don't think we still know the status of those two guys. So I mean, but this is the thing, Dave. Are you telling me that Paddock's not gonna get thrown in a three game set? Like oh, that's already well, then, but then if, if we're going to Davies, so then, like, are we, Clev is out? You know what I, like, and Clev I don't is know hurt. what the status, so officially, though, like, I think it's still a lot. I believe, I believe that if the series goes three, the three Padres yeah. starters will be, I don't know the order yet, but Paddock, Lament, and uh, Davies. Yeah. And, and look, I, and that's a group that is good, but Paddock is not to the name billing. And I still I think Lamette's banged up. And on the Cardinals side of it, Flaherty started to kind of get himself right towards the end of the year. Huang Yun Kim was really good for this team, pitched to an under two ERA in his starts. Adam Wainwright quietly with a bit of a bounce back season, a, gl- a guy with a lot of experience under his belt. Now, this is a series, though, where you know we're talking about pitching, but it's the Slam Diego Padres. But the Cardinals are just a winning organization. They have these ways. I just... And, and this is a, a number, Dane, I think, that really comes down to value. I don't think in the 4-5 I see the Padres as a minus 200 favorite. I just think that feels a bit high, and I think the value would be on plus 170. I just have to add this caveat. I think that if you yeah. went back to check up on my friend and yours, Fernando Tatis's numbers, it is more likely he does not get in your top three MVP ballot than still is your NL MVP. I'm just going to say that. All right, well, we will see. Obviously, the votes come in. We'll see what the voters say. When you were talking, I was checking in. The latest update on Clevenger is that they haven't ruled him out for the series yet. Okay, mm-hmm. and the quote on Denilson Lament that we heard over the weekend, Padres manager is saying that he's hopeful that Lament can go in the uh, in game one. Okay, yeah. so maybe they will have those arms. And I, you know, I want to bet San Diego. Minus 200 is just a little bit too rich for my yeah. blood. Let me ask you this. We got another series. Listen, can the Miami Marlins pull this off, Kev? <laughs> like, that's what it comes down to for me. The, yeah. the Cubs are at minus 194. We talked about the Padres. The Dad's at minus 200. The Cubs are not far behind at minus 194. The Marlins at plus 162. Now, Kev... Nice story, cute and all, but I don't think they yeah. get it done. I'm just going to Chicago. I'm going back to the Cubs here. This is, boy, I, this is a series, man, where I thought I knew what I wanted to do. I thought I was positive I wanted to fade Miami when they got into the po- the postseason. But they do feel like this team that weirdly wins game one. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Mm. It just feels like I could see that coming. Like, you know, we're going to do the whole pitching thing every series at the end of the day because that still yeah. gets the top billing. You Darvish and Kyle Hendricks are really good. A really yeah. good one-two punch for Chicago. Sandy Alcantara has been very good for Miami. I've been impressed by Sixto Sanchez since he's debuted. This Miami team oddly mashes at time. Their run differential is minus 41. I don't know what to do with this team. I really don't. Like... I'll tell you this though, I don't, I would not feel great about laying, you know, almost two dollars with the Cubs. 
that's a series for me. I'd rather just try and roll game by game. I my when you've talked about variance, Dane. Yeah. This feels like the variance the one? series. It doesn't. This is the it one. Just, it's it's the one that I have the most unsettling feeling about. If that makes sense. Like I don't. If I tell you I've got Miami, I feel sick about it. And when they get blown okay. out. 10-1 and 10-2 in the two games, I'm like, yeah, I mean, obviously that was going to happen. Obviously, this terrible baseball team is going to get blown out. But then when they win the first game, like 7-3. So wait a second. Like, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Kev. Do you have this lean for Miami because you think it can come in or because if it starts to play that way, you just want to be right about it? No, I would never do that. I, I don't want okay. – because that's the thing. I'm not saying anything with conviction. If that was my goal okay. – I would come here and tell you it's Miami. And then when they lose, okay. I go, nah, we took a swing. I, right. I'm telling you that this is a series I just feel uncomfortable about. And I will never come here and swing a towel around and say, I told you I was uncomfortable. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. So, I, so I just, if I got to press just, you, though, which way are you going? Because if I got to press you, it sounds like we agree on the Dodgers. We're disagreeing, it sounds Cubs. like, on Padres Cardinals. You're going to take the Cubs ultimately. The Cubs. But, you're, but you're excited yeah. about that potential, right? Look out for game one. Tomorrow, Kev, when we see the game one stuff, right, maybe you could yeah. play the run line on the Marlins or something like that. Well, I didn't even want to. love going your way. You Darvish has been right. great. I like the he Cubs sure has. lineup. He sure has. Well, let me ask you this then, because I have yet to take plus money in the National League. It seems like you're intrigued by the St. Louis Cardinals. Kev, you know it's coming. And you know we talk about oh, the yeah. starting pitching, right? And, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. going to plant the flag. Yeah, I'm going to lean to this plus 118 for the Cincinnati Reds. Three words for you. Bauer, Castillo, Gray. I do want to get behind these three. Castillo's been very good recently. Bauer's the NL. I believe he's going to win the NL Cy Young. He is the ERA. He is the whip champion. And then you got Sonny Gray, who, you know, out, ever since he got out of New York, has been an all-star, okay? And I think this can rule the day. I know on the other side, they may get Soroka back. You got Freed. We got, you know, apparently the favorite for the NL MVP and Freddie Freeman these days. But, Kev, <laughs> I, I, I do think Cincinnati and their pitching staff does create, if you want to call it the variance, I'm picking the seven over the two, Kev. Yeah, I'm not. This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I, no, go ahead. I, I, am, I am so good on this Cincinnati team, man. Like, this pitching was there all year long, and they're 31-29. They played some good ball, won seven of the last ten to get into the postseason, got above 500, and it's the pitching. It's the pitching. Bauer, Gray, Castillo. Bauer, Gray, yep. Castillo. Bauer, yep. Gray, Castillo. Yet, I might have the better pitcher in game one in Atlanta. Max Freed does lead NL pitchers in, in, in war. It's a real thing. Been real great all year long. Ian Anderson's been good for this team. I, I get it. But I've been, this is a spot, Dane, where I've been saying it too long to change course now. Yeah. If, every time yeah. we get into the postseason, it's just give me the starting pitcher. That's who I like to win. And the Reds are that on steroids. All anybody cares about is the three guys because it's a three-game set. The Atlanta Braves have been awesome this year. Freddie Freeman might win MVP. Marcelo Zuna quietly flirted, by the way, with the NL Triple Crown. 
I didn't even talk about Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies. Right. There's a reason why my friend and yours, Nick Markakis, came back around. Yeah. This Braves team is legitimately good. And they've legitimately been the better baseball team than the Cincinnati Reds all year long. And in game one, I don't think I'm at a disadvantage in the pitching matchup. It's at best a wash. All right, we will see if the old adage proves true that great pitching beats great hitting in this series. We'll talk about NL pennant odds when we come back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're watching SportsGrid. Hey, welcome back, everybody, right here to the early line, giving you the edge on Sports Grid. Dane Martinez and Kevin Walsh as we put the fun in functional sports content. And, Kev, as we go on and do this show longer and longer, there's just, like, more and more inside jokes to refer back to, right? Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. So let me ask you this. In the National League, okay, um, make the case for anybody that's not the Dodgers. No. No, I won't. Okay. That's the team I want to make okay. the case for. Because it's still and, and, and let me ask you this, because in the American League, I asked you who will win and who is the value. Are the Dodgers your answer for both of those questions? I think they might be. I think they might be. Because okay. there's three years in a row, this team was, the team that, that knocked them out of the playoffs won the World Series. Like, there's this thing where it's like, oh, the Dodgers can't get the job done. But, like, I'm not sure that that's true. And I just, they're still plus money. They're, they're minus 300 in a three-game set. They're, next round, no matter who they play, they're going to still be close to minus 300. And then at that point, if you want to get off of the number, right, kind of like what we just talked about even with the 2-0 mm -hmm. sweep over Milwaukee, you can when you get to the NLCS if you wanted to at plus 130. Like, it, here's the thing. They're going to beat the Brewers. And when that happens, right. they go to a minus number. That's mm -hmm. what it is. When they beat the Brewers. And, Dane, look at the other series, right? Like, we disagree on the Padres and the Cardinals. And yeah. that means that that's a, that's a tough series to call then. We disagree on Atlanta and Cincinnati. It means it's a tough series to call. So the other option out there to me is the Cubs at 750, which and – and I'm not mad at. And that's the other way I would probably approach it because I've got you at plus 750 – I, I do think that they should beat the Miami Marlins. And then I'm either going to be playing Atlanta or Cincinnati. And, you know, you right. kind of take your swings at the plate there. And if you got 750 rolling into the NLCS, well, you're, you're in a good spot there. Would you ever, Kev, take the Dodgers now because they are plus money at plus 130, right? And then just come yeah. back on the underdog in the NLCS, whoever it is at whatever number it is. Yeah. I, and that's, and, and, and you'll be able to do it for easy. You'll be able to do that no matter who is standing against the Dodgers. Yeah. If the Dodgers make the NLCS, I don't care who their opponent is, they'll be at plus money, right? And then you'll be exactly. holding the Dodgers at plus money technically to, 
the NLCS series and whoever that opponent is. A lot of ways to skin the cat. We've got baseball, playoff baseball today. We'll be right back at it tomorrow here on the early line. Here on Sports Grid, though, keep getting the edge. The morning after is up next. Have a great day, everybody. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.